Iowa everywhere. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Get ready to rock with Firehouse. Wild Rose Casino and Hotel welcomes Firehouse to three big nights of rock. Thursday, July 20th, Emmitsburg. Friday, July 21st, Clinton. And Saturday night, July 22nd, Jefferson. All shows outdoors, all shows free admission. Firehouse is going to rock Wild Rose Casino and Hotel. You'd rather be here. See wildroseresorts.com for more. Chris Williams. Chris. Chris Hassel. Two guys named Chris. Presented by Fairway Meat and Grocery. From the Channel Seed Studios, this is Iowa Everywhere. Channel Seed. Seedsmanship at work. Good morning. Welcome to Two Guys Named Chris. It is the 17th of July. We are presented, as always, by our friends at Fairway Meat and Grocery. We are in the Channel Seed Studios. My name is Chris Williams. His name is Chris Hassel. Matt Van Winkle is in charge of production for this glorious program, as my partner would say. There you Uh, go. Matt, we need an update. An ironic pronunciation. We need an update on the baby. Still no baby. No baby. Still waiting. Placenta watch. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Thursday's the due date, so we got we got a little time. Wait, you got us going last week, a week ago, for this well, baby, and the due date's not even until this Thursday? No, I just told you that my wife was two centimeters dilated. I, I said it could be any time. You never Question. know with these things. Having some experience with this, does she still have her mucus plug? <laughs> I don't know. I think so. I don't, know, I don't know why. She's at her appointment now, so maybe we'll get real-time updates. Text her right now. Williams wants to know, <laughs> have you lost your mucus plug? So to me, you you talking about this mucus plug is a lot more disgusting, to me anyway, than someone eating the placenta. <laughs> the placenta is a real thing. Yeah, the placenta is a But not thing. feeding it to the baby plug. like you mentioned on third Friday. That's oh, disgusting. I think you should start a new trend. No. No. Baby's first meal, placenta. <laughs> you have to bring your own, like, <laughs> Tupperware. <blender. laughs> you mix in a little uh, formula with it, or you squeeze the breast milk into it, just get it nice like, and nutritious. Oh but, but Williams is right. The whole experience is pretty gross. It's horrible. Which it's experience? Terrible. Just being Albert. there, yeah. The birth. You're talking. It's about a special moment, but it's it's me- you know it's a mess. You know what the mucus plug is? Hassle? No, I no, I don't, and I don't want to know. Honestly, it's I don't a layer of mucus. These snot-nosed kids. Kids, it, yeah. I, th- this is why I don't have them. So once the plug is released, that means it's coming, baby. I thought that's when your water breaks. That's when the baby's coming. Well, the water can't break without the mucus plugs implosion, from what I understand. So the mucus plug comes first, and then the water breaks? Okay. All right. Yeah. 
Welcome to the program. Um, a lot of you were grilling fairway meat over the weekend. That was that was good to see. We have a lot to get to today. This um, Gable Stevenson story is fascinating. We're going to talk some college football. I also want to talk about some of these docu-series that are kind of taking over the world of sports. But we will begin, Hassle, with Pro Football Focus put out a graph yesterday <laughs> um, with the easiest schedules in 2023 and the toughest schedules of 2023. Sure enough, both of our teams were listed in this. The Hawkeyes with the third easiest schedule in all of college football. All of Power uh, 5. Power 5, yes, correct. This is based on 2022 record, so I can poke some holes in that. And we, sure. I'm sure. I'm sure we will. Um, Iowa State listed as the eighth toughest schedule in all of Power 5 based on 2022. And, and I think records. Iowa State, actually, it's a little bit confusing the way they posted these. The Iowa State schedule is the eighth toughest in the country, I believe. I don't think yes. that's Power 5. Oh, okay. I think Iowa's is Power 5 because Iowa is like 108 in the nation. But what stood out to me about how easy their schedule is, is yet they're third in Power 5, but they're not behind any SEC team or any Big 10 team or any Big 12 team. It's the Pac-12 and the ACC, a couple of weaklings in those conferences that they're behind. They, they have the easiest schedule, record-wise, of any team in the Big 3 conferences. But well, you, w- coincidentally, it includes a trip to Iowa State. When you so, look at it, yeah. When you look at it, the um, just from that perspective, and and again, I'm going to blow some holes in this these schedule rankings, but man, what an opportunity for Ference, right? And it's also a lot of pressure on him because you feel like after last year, just again, like just the negativity with Iowa fans. You can say what you want about the product on the field; it's been a very hostile fan base for a couple of years because of the weakness of the offense everybody can agree with mm-hmm. that win 10 games a couple of years ago everybody's pissed it was just wild what an opportunity to turn that around but if you don't like if they don't turn it around this year if they don't win like what would be a disappointment i guess for iowa this year if they go eight and four chris is that a disappointment i think so with the way we're kind of talking preseason and the way the schedule sets up I think um and there's no Michigan or or Ohio State on the schedule to kind of count as more than just one win there's at Penn State so if maybe you win at Penn State and you lose some others I mean I could see where nine and three could potentially be a pretty good season but I I almost feel like they got to get to ten that's a lot. That's that's a lot of pressure. I, I know it is because I don't expect them to win at Penn State. And the the thing is, and we've pointed this out before. Yes, based on last year's schedules, this Iowa schedule is incredibly easy. They miss Ohio State. They miss Michigan, but they don't get really any of those tougher games on the schedule at home. They have to go to Iowa State, snicker if you want, but still. To Penn State, to Wisconsin. I mean, Iowa State won four games last year and beat you, so it's like that's sure. not a But game. fans, I guarantee you there's Iowa fans. Oh, Iowa State's terrible. We'll kill them. Uh, 
So you got to go to Iowa State, to Penn State, to Wisconsin, and to Nebraska. The the I guess the best team you get at home is probably Illinois. Yeah. I mean, Illinois, Minnesota, Michigan State, kind of toss-ups there. But those Michigan are the toughest State, games you like, get at home. Do we know what we're getting with them? Cause no, under, I, under I, I, I don't they, think they're going to be very good. Uh, well, they just, they just I, feel I don't like believe a little wild Tucker. card to me. I would I lean with you, but it wouldn't so, shock me if they jumped up and were decent. So with this easy schedule, I would rather have it flipped. I would rather get those tougher games at home. I'd rather have Penn State coming in. I'd rather have Wisconsin coming in. I'd rather have Nebraska coming in. At the same time, you could argue, well, yeah, but you get these, you know, these games that you should win at home. So maybe you don't lose any of those. I mean, are you really are you going to lose to Purdue at home? You're going to lose to Minnesota at home, Rutgers at home? No. But I I think the schedule is tougher than it seems on paper just because the tougher opponents and a couple rivalry games, three of them, in fact, are on the road. Yeah, the schedule got a lot easier when Jeff Brom left Purdue and Pat Fitzgerald got fired at Northwestern, too. I mean, those are two Big Ten West teams that have given Iowa problems over the years that you just don't necessarily see that happening now. I will say this, too, and this this is going to sound really condescending, but it I think anyone who's rational – can can will understand and appreciate it is man um, enjoy this last year with the Big Ten West right because these new schedules going forward I mean I mean you look at three of the top I think that makes it more interesting I don't like I don't like these schedules I don't like when you miss Michigan and Ohio State and still have to play all these Big Ten West teams there's there's a reason three of the top Easiest schedules in the country are Big Ten West teams. Yes. Again, and like, based on record from last season. It's based on record from last season, Correct. not how good you're going to be this season. And records aren't necessarily indicative. Especially in the transfer portal era, like this seems like like this seems really dated the way that they're doing the sure. strength of schedule. It's here. probably a little bit archaic. Yeah. A little bit too surface level. Especially if you consider, you know, a power five team that wins five games, you you think that that's an easier game than if you host a uh, FCS team that won ten games? Yeah, I mean, Iowa that State, makes a big difference. Iowa State loses to Northern Iowa consistently. Iowa almost lost. Iowa was a bowl team last year, almost lost to a FCS team. So your your point is very valid. One Pride I, Hawkeye says ten and two could be a disappointment depending on who we lose to. I mean, if that's the case, then I said this to Iowa fans years ago, like you're you're just setting yourself up for just to be mad all the time. Ferentz can't if if at Iowa ten and two in any circumstance is a disappointment to your fan base, Ferentz just needs to get out. It's not in any circumstance. In this circumstance. <laughs> I disagree. Like, if you go ten and two, you guys should take it. Didn't they go ten and two a couple of years ago? Yes, and I said that, the whole time, I go, "You people are crazy." That was horrible. That was horrible to watch because they were so good. All they needed was just a little bit on offense, and they could have been, you know, they could have competed with Michigan. 
Again, we're not you're, asking for much, just a competent offense, and I, know, I think this year they might have it. You went 10-2 at Iowa. You went 10-2 at Iowa. You're not but Michigan. You're not in Ohio the Big Ten State. West. Yeah, no, like, I get that. That's what I'm saying. Enjoy the last year in the Big Ten West, brother. But I know you want the big dogs. You're going to get them. I, yeah, I do. I, I want to see a different schedule. I'm tired of this Big Ten West schedule. I am. I'm, I'm tired of everyone always saying how easy it's, it is and how you're well, right now talking about how you can just expect to win every home game. If you lose any home game, it's going to be a major disappointment. That's true. I'm ready to not be in the Big Ten West anymore where you're kind of it's like the Big 12 North was a little bit yeah. of a punchline. A lot of a punchline. Then you look at Iowa State, and you know there's a little bit of the aspect here too, where this is like when we we've learned this with basketball scheduling over the years with analytics and whatnot. Iowa State didn't have a very good record last year, mm-hmm. so when you're the team that's losing most of your games, and then you're stacked up against so, and I, you know. You're you're gonna have a tougher schedule based on just the analytics, like especially in a round robin like the Big Twelve. The, again, we we can't stress this enough. This is based solely on 2022 records. So like the transfer portal, nothing has anything to do with this ranking. Well, if you went four and eight a year ago and you're playing a bunch of teams that won more games than you, you're gonna have a tougher schedule than the team like Kansas State. Well, I guess they're in there. Never mind. That's a a bad example they're the 10th toughest schedule in the country iowa states is uh matt pull pull iowa state schedule up right here we we kind of win lost iowa last week we'll do this here it's northern iowa iowa at home at ohio on the 16th uh, but then you get oklahoma state at home you have to go to oklahoma you get tcu at home so like y- again you got to remember now the big 12 is no longer around robin like mm-hmm. it has been for the longest time. So, you know, some of these teams you're not missing out on. TCU played for a national championship. Yet, Iowa State got a tough draw with the new schools because they have to go to Cincinnati and to BYU. Neither are projected to be great, but it's still road games at these places that you're not familiar with. You have to go to Baylor, Kansas at home. They're much better than Texas at home, who's picked to win the league. And then you have to go to kansas state so those games on the 18th and 25th of november are brutal really i mean the end of your season if you're iowa state you go at byu texas at home and then at kansas state to end the season but they got to make some yeah i i don't know chris like i i look at this schedule there's not one game other than probably ohio where i would chalk up like a win for iowa state right like all these games are kind of toss-ups now having said that like I feel like they're good enough where they could sneak up on and, and beat most of these teams too but man this is a really iffy situation for the Cyclones heading into September just like I made the argument that Iowa's really easy schedule isn't as easy as it looks because of the tougher games on the road I'll make the argument that Iowa State's schedule isn't as difficult as these rankings would make it seem. I, I think it's inflated because you have two teams on that schedule coming in from outside the Big 12 last season. BYU and Cincinnati. They weren't playing Big 12 schedules last year. 
You also have an Ohio team that I think won 10 games last year. Yeah, they were 10-4 and four and went to the MAC championship game. But Iowa State did throttle them early in the season, but they, mm-hmm. they came so, on late. So, again, that's – but it all counts. It's, it's whether, still you know, a road I, game. Well, yeah, and I, I, mean, it really, I still can't believe they're playing a road game at Ohio. I have learned over the years but, to not take any of these types of games for granted. Well, I you just said that's probably the one game on the schedule the that, that you can check as a win. They would be more than a touchdown favorite in that game, and that's the only one all year. Maybe you and I, but, I mean, if any Iowa State fan thinks they're going to throttle you and I, you're an idiot. Like, we've seen that a million times. That's the easiest game on the schedule is the Ohio. But don't you think Iowa State's schedule and a lot of these Big 12 team schedules, using this analytic, which is simply record from last season, don't you think that the numbers are are inflated, the rankings are inflated, because you have all these teams coming into the conference that were in a lesser conference the year before? Yeah, no, I think that's fair. But BYU, like, I'm just looking at Iowa State's schedule specifically. They Mm -hmm. weren't very good last year. Well, they won eight games. Did they really? Yeah, they went eight and five. Jesus, I didn't know that. I thought they were like six and six. They were not that good last year. Wow. They started four and five, and then I mean, they Cincinnati's won their last a lot four games. less. They don't have Luke Fickle anymore, right? Um, TCU is not as strong, although we thought that about TCU sure. a year ago, and they ended up going to the. But the problem is, we we I mean I I guess I'll just speak for myself. Maybe you and Van Wink and Aiden think differently. But I just have no idea what this Iowa State team is going to be. So I, I don't know what to expect. I don't know what all. to expect for most of the Big 12, honestly. But I feel like Iowa State's even more of a question mark. Oh, yeah, because of the gambling thing, for sure. And I don't think it's just that, either. I think it's just a really weird time in the Matt Campbell era where you know he was ascending, and then started to go down. Then last season, the worst season in his tenure there. Mm-hmm. And now you've got the gambling stuff and just an offseason of unknowns. A bunch of new teams in the Big 12, new teams on the schedule. I just don't know. I think it's I a pivotal have, year for Campbell. I mean, because Where's their over-under right now? Four and a half, five and a half? Well, it was at five and a half. I'm assuming it hasn't dropped yet. So it's still at five and a half on Circa. Last time I checked. Boy, I, Which, I would put I, if they won six games. I think that's uh, oh, that's a huge win. We got a couple yeah. people in the chat asking me if I would take six and six. Absolutely, I would sign up for that right now with all of the unknowns. It, it, here's the thing, too. It's like last. You go back to last year. You can attest to this as an Iowa fan. Six of their eight losses are by single digits. Okay, one score games, and. You you look back you look back on it now and it felt so much worse because you're missing kicks, you know you're dropping passes. Like two of those games, you catch a wide open pass and you win, or and you make a field goal. Best receiver you, too that's dropping those passes. Yeah, and then you you know you're missing field goals, you're fumbles like, and it's just handling like snaps. You're finding ways to just shoot yourself in the foot. So I think it felt worse than it actually was. Now here's the kicker. Can they? Do you bounce out of that and show that that was a fluke, or do you string together a couple bad years? And that's when it really starts to hit. But I think they already have strung together a couple bad years. Yeah, I mean that's a good point. If you consider the Brock Purdy, no doubt, like that was a 
disappointment. But like, if you just look at it as a whole scope record, they were still like winning, right? When you drop to four and eight, all of a sudden that's a that's a different type of season. And yeah. if you do that, let's say they're four and eight again this year, which is very possible. Does that start to really hurt your recruiting and that type oh, of deal? Oh God, I would think so. Yeah, I mean, I because it it's... hasn't yet. But again, if you string together a couple of them, that's when people start talking. When I look at last season, I don't look at it as a bunch of close games that could have gone either way, and Iowa State could have and maybe should have won. I, I look at it as they started three and zero with a really impressive win at Iowa, and they just continuously shot themselves in the foot. Mm-hmm. I mean, whether it was on offense or special teams, they continue to lose in the margins, which Matt Campbell always preaches, winning in the margins. They continue to lose in the margins. And then what was really disheartening was the way they finished the season, where they just they lost by 60. Yeah, it felt like they quit against TCU. So that's why I, I, sure, they did lose a lot of games they could have won, but I think the, the reasons they lost those were really concerning. Well, and that's why it, it felt worse or it felt terrible during the season because it was just like, what are we, what are we doing here? We're just, we're doing the same thing. It's deja vu every single game out there. It's a missed field goal, it's a drop pass, it's a, you know, penalties. How many? I would love to know how many false starts Iowa State had in the red zone last year. I don't know if that's an actual stat, but it feels like they had a ton of them. Uh, let's move on. I want to give a shout-out to our friends at Circus Sports and Circus Sports Iowa. Download the Circus Sports Iowa app today. I am in an absolutely rock NASCAR betting. We have a Monday race because of weather. Really? Where at? Uh, New Hampshire. It got rained out yesterday. So green flag at noon your time, 11 o'clock Iowa time. We'll be out in Vegas on August 24th through the 27th at Circa, signing up for Circa Survivor and Circa Million Five, the biggest pro football contests in all of Vegas. CircaSports.com is where you can learn more about that. Sports betting the way it should be. The uh, Tennessee situation is rocking college football right now. We, you know, we were talking about archaic and and like just dated stats there. Uh, really fascinating to me, Chris, watching NCAA penalties in 2023 for like paying the players because most of the stuff that Tennessee was doing, sure, by the book is illegal in 2023, but the players are all getting paid. We mm-hmm. all know this. Um, Jeremy Pruitt. Um, I mean, we get to the point here. His wife was paying players, according to uh, the NCAA. Uh, some a bunch of show causes handed out for assistant coaches and, and whatnot on his staff. I, I believe he got a show cause too. Actually, um, they have vacated wins. They have taken scholarships, but no postseason ban for the Volunteers. Where do you stand on this? Because they broke the rules. They knowingly cheated. But if they did this right now, nothing would happen. And also, that coaching staff is long gone. These vacated wins always ring a little bit hollow to me because nobody's there from that era. What do you think of this situation? Um, 
you asked they, you know, they cheated, they did this, they did that. The they isn't the Tennessee football program as it stands now. The they is a, a coach who's no longer there. So I think I like what the NCAA did in not punishing the program now, like not giving them any kind of postseason ban because this wasn't the current coaching staff. Why punish current coaches and current players for something that they had no part of? The fans didn't have any part in it. I mean, other than, I guess, funding that money, some donors doing that. I, I like just punishing the people that did it. Punish the coach, punish the assistant coaches, give them a show cause, make sure that they hurt from it, but don't make that affect a season that's five years later down the road that none of those people are attached to and find them out, out, out the ass, you know, f- f- find Tennessee. Cause that's, they made the hire, mm-hmm. you know, the buck, I guess, has to stop in the athletic department. Fine them. I mean, money, they've got it, but money hurts. Doesn't hurt the players. Doesn't hurt the team this upcoming season. But it hurts the athletic department. And vacating wins, sure, you can't take away what you saw. But no. now Jeremy Pruitt's overall record is like just disgusting. And so that's on him. That was like movie type stuff. Did you read the report on his wife? Like slipping players $100 bills and stuff? <laughs> no, I didn't read that. It's like, jeez. Just absolute. They were ruthless about it. They had a couple of people and in their recruiting. And they still couldn't win. Yeah. They were really, really ruthless about it. it was, and and I, I would say the fans like aren't individually to blame. But man, that is a powder keg down there in Knoxville. Those types of it's programs. It's different down will, there. It's they different. will do anything to win, and the pressure that these coaches are under. Yeah, but it, it, again, like to me, it's it's hard now because like if this happened now, is it illegal? Technically, yes. Okay, you can't just like Matt Campbell or Kirk Ferentz can't just walk up to the starting in your case the starting punter and be like, "Hey, <laughs> great kick," and hand him a twenty dollar bill. You can't do that. Like that is illegal. Um. But you have to sell a bunch of beer yeah. and take those beer proceeds and give them to or the send player. people to the casino. You know, they've got to lose a lot of blackjack. Yeah, what was the Van Wink? See if you can, uh, you might not be able to find it. Somebody tweeted at me over the weekend. Um, I think it was an Iowa State fan frustrated with Iowa's NIL success and. He's like, well, huh? I said, oh, stop it. Quit being jealous. Well, I think he, I I sent the text to you and Bloom. Here it is. Joel, he said, because it was after Iowa made the announcement of who they're partnering with for the Hawkeye vodka. That's not Hawkeye vodka. It's the Iowa Swarm vodka. He said, why stop at hard liquor? Swarm should get a casino license. Open a pot dispensary. How about the Swarm Escort Service for post-game companionship? <laughs> as long as it's for a worthy cause. Am I right? So, so they've got the beer. They've got the liquor. And they do have the casino, right? Yeah, they have a casino. That is a, that's a real thing. 
So Joel didn't even know that they already had a casino. So now the only thing left from Joel, and I think he was just like trying to go pie in the sky here. They've got three of those five. Now they just need the pot dispensary and the escort service. Could the swarm partner up with some sort of like big dispensary in like Portland, Oregon and get proceeds to pay in the Iowa players? Or How about Illinois right there? across the state? Oh, mm-hmm. Il- oh wait, yes. Good chunk of Iowa students are from that state. That would make a lot of sense. Well done, Matty Van Winks, in his knowledge of the 420. What about like swarm chewing tobacco? <laughs> we are a tobacco-free campus unless you partner yeah, right. with school. The, but you see what I'm saying, though? Like, the things that these schools used to do that were illegal that would get them bans now are legal. So, like, how much can you really punish the school for? I just, I don't I don't get it. Your We Will Collective just chimed in in the chat. Don't give us any ideas, Hassel. <laughs> how about they come out with the, uh, uh. <laughs> the Swarm Vodka, and so I... I tweeted, well, this means we're about a month away from the uh, Cyclone We Will NIL Vodka. And then Bloom <laughs> just comes out and says, actually, more like two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. I, you love this stuff, don't you? You love I it. I hate this crap so much. It's J- July 17th. I want to talk about the fucking games. Sorry. Earmuffs, kids. <laughs> Just the this off season has been nails on a chalkboard for me with the beer crap and then the gambling stuff. It's just like, oh my god, it's the worst. This has been the worst off season ever. No realignment to talk about. Well, what do you mean? You got four new teams joining your conference? Yeah, but that's already in the past. Like I'm oh, looking geez. forward, baby. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Speaking of that, the Pac-12 media days later to later this week. Are you serious? I, ha- I have not heard a thing about Pac-12 media days. Well, not the only reason thing. I know that is because I've got... I've got some decent sources, and it doesn't sound like they have a deal done. And the board of directors or whatever is going to meet in Vegas, and you just you just wonder if I don't think anything will happen this week. But God, this thing is stringing out. I don't think any I don't think anything will happen though. If Colorado wanted to leave, it feels like they would have by now. But what do I know? Well, don't they don't they need to wait to see yeah. what the Pac-12 can muster up? 
with yes. the TV contract and then go from there. That's exactly it. God, I thought the Big 12 had a lack of buzz last week, even though they were the first conference to go. And I think that's smart. I think that's um, that got them more exposure, being the first conference up. But the, the Pac-12, they're going up against SEC media days? What are they doing? Remember when, I think this was, I don't know, four years ago or so, and was it Bryce Love? Who was the running back for Stanford that was the yeah. preseason Heisman favorite? Bryce Love. And he didn't even go to Pac-12 media days. I, they didn't bring him because they said he needed to concentrate on his schoolwork. What about those other guys? What they other need guys? to focus on their schoolwork? Oh, I don't know. I, the Pac-12, just I, put them out of their misery. I, I, I genuinely despise how these football programs view these conference media days. Like when you send a guy there for a reward, that's not the you're, point. You're referencing Kirk Ferentz, right? Well, no, they do it all over the country, though. Like I, I actually had somebody from Iowa State say this to me last week. But it's would you? Like, want I don't that? care if they, you're a player. Iowa State sent a guy who's a really good player, but like if they don't want to talk, yeah, don't right. Send the last him. thing I would want as a player is to be rewarded for having to go to media days and answer a bunch of questions. Like unless I was just that guy. You need like to I send think Kate players, McNamara is. You need to send players that want to talk too. Yes. If but you send that's guys not how, that who is don't not want how talk, that is not how they look at it because they don't want them talking. They don't want them saying anything. They don't want anything to get out. At least the Kirk Ferentz's of the world. Remember, you couldn't talk to a, a true freshman forever, yeah. no matter how much they were playing. Yeah, Brees because Hall's he doesn't trust them. Setting records. Nope. It's just a different world. It's like, okay, they can't talk to the media, but they can go on Twitter and they can mother F whoever they want. Well, Ference, if he had it his way, they wouldn't, but he had to give in to that. I, I'm with you. I, I I wish they looked at it more as a PR stint, which it stunt, I should say, which it is. It's PR for the conference. It's PR for your program. I think Cade McNamara would have been really interesting. To get up there and and talk, I'd love to, I'd love to hear from him. I mean, it just seems like the only time we hear from him is when he's putting out stuff on his Instagram, or like the swarm will post videos of him. And their Learjet flying to California. <laughs> yeah, that that five hundred one C three charitable. I'm glad that that's yeah, that's good. You sound a little bitter there, Cyclone. <laughs> I just all these things. It's just so. It's just so dumb. Like, what are we doing? How much do you think that cost to send McNamara and his pass catchers out to California? But it's not charitable. Like that's the whatever. Well, I know it's not charitable. What was he doing? Ringing the bell to Salvation they, Army out there? You, do, you donate, man. You're getting that tax refund. Yeah, I. I I don't know. I mean, why not? <laughs> I, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just pointing out the stupidity of everything that we're doing right now. Do you know many people that have actually donated, whether it's to the We oh, Will yeah. or to the Swarm? I do. Do you really? Yeah. yeah. Boy, I I don't, but I I mean, I don't live in I Iowa. And I, I don't know I, many I know Iowa my people, dad. I know is a not, lot of Iowa State donors, yeah. My dad's not going to open up his pocketbook and give the swarm some yeah money. but he'll also be the first one to bitch if they're not winning because they can't get players yes. yes 
but he doesn't think that's his problem. Well, Which, it's not. Yeah. But the way it's set up now, it is. Like, that's the bigger fan bases with deeper pockets are going to be rewarded with better players. That's just the world we're living in right now. Gary Barta's lost spine in the chat says uh, it was $24,000 paid by the Swarm to uh, to get those guys out to California. So that's basically one month of the uh, earnings from the Swarm Ale. The first month was 30000 right? And they get, but they get to keep how much? Who gets to keep? It's like twenty oh, percent, so right? But but yes. the, the the total was they got thirty thousand for the NIL. Gotcha. Okay, I thought I thought you meant that that was like the total overall sales. Okay, that's a good chunk of money. Good. It's chunk a good of sign, money. I think, for We Will as well with uh, the Ames Logger coming yes. out. That fans want to support this. They want to. Even just drinking beer will help your program, I guess. Or at least it could. At least money goes toward that. Hell, so I think Iowa State fans that. are going to do it, too. I'm drinking the vodka, man. Why would you drink beer when you can get really jacked up? You're not a vodka guy, though. No, I'm not. You need a. We need a We Will Whiskey. We, we do. Will Whiskey. Just by the Cyclone Fanatic, Cody Road, baby. I've never had Cody Road. I got some for my dad for uh, Christmas. I don't think he's opened it. I was over there this weekend. Loved that place. At my dad's house? No, I was in LeClaire. Oh. Where they make Cody Rose. Oh, that's by my dad's house. He lives in Bettendorf, which is right there. Yeah. You went all the way to LeClaire? Yeah, we had a Cyclone Fanatic Roadshow over there. Wow. On Saturday. I mean, that's only about 10 minutes from where my dad lives. (sighs) It's a a truck over there. It's about 220 from... From my house. Shout out to our friends at Channel Seed. We are in the Channel Seed studios. Did you know 72% of Iowa uses cropland? 44% of Iowa's corn crop eventually becomes ethanol fuel. And that hogs are the top livestock consumer of corn grown in Iowa. There you go. Some farmer facts from our friends at Channel Seed. Pork butt. You're also getting a little bit of that corn taste. You damn right you are. In the butt. Yep. That is 100% correct. Want to talk about Gable Stevenson, the two-time national champion, three-time Big 10 champion. He put out a tweet yesterday with a little And he's uh, from he Russell at Minnesota. Minnesota, right. correct. He put out a tweet with a little uh chick. Like a hot little, chick. No, the little chick, the oh, the Hawkeye emoji. Yeah, it's not a Hawkeye emoji; it's a chick emoji. <laughs> yeah, but that's what you use if you're. I mean, that's the closest thing to a tiger hawk. I'm surprised Swarm hasn't negotiated the deal with Elon Musk, where every time somebody uses the chick emoji, they get twenty cents. Um, <laughs> so yo, know, Stevens. There's been rumors of Gable Stevenson going to Iowa here. I would say, like, there was a picture posted of him working out at the Hawkeye Wrestling Club. Everybody got amped up. He Matt. He also put out a second tweet too. If you could pull that up, I I I kind of forgotten what that one said. But basically, he's teasing. It was another. It was like It was a Michigan, right? Or like yeah, it looked like an M for Michigan. Either Michigan or Minnesota. I don't know. I took it as Minnesota that maybe he would stay. 
And it might so, be. I, re- regardless, but didn't he delete the chick tweet? He might have deleted both of them. I don't know. This is fascinating, though, because he is like under contract with the WWE. So he's going to be a pro Can wrestler. You, but, but you can't make money from the WWE while you're still in wrestling in college, right? Correct. So, like, from what I understand, he was trying to... He has the season of eligibility. He has this NIL deal with WWE. Okay, so the the Cavender twins also had this, where they had an NIL deal with WWE, and now they are in their like farm system or whatever. And that's what I understand that Gable was going to be too. But he, it, it sounds like he wants to take a final year, use up his final year of eligibility. Which I think would be really smart for WWE too. It's like if you're going to have this guy who, you know, I would assume they're going to try and turn into like a big deal, then, you know, the more championships Gable Stevenson can rack up, the better. He would be a much more high profile wrestler at Iowa compared to where he's been. No doubt. At Minnesota. Also, think about this Iowa wrestling has that deal with the UFC, right? The. That was a thing from like last year. The UFC and WWE are now the same company. So I just wonder if there's some sort of a tie there too. And and his name's Gable, for God's sake. You'd think he may want to wrestle at the University of Iowa. I'm stunned that he wasn't a Hawkeye to begin with. Yeah. And I'm sure wrestling fans, I'm sure, know the whole backstory. I'm not a huge wrestling fan. I'm not a wrestling fan, period. So I don't really know. But Gable Stevenson, man, how does that guy not end up at Iowa? I, I. Apparently, he didn't wrestle last year. Matt in the comments says he didn't wrestle last year. This would be year six for him in college. Yeah. But don't you think he's already made money from the WWE? How could you still NIL be eligible? money. NIL. What's the difference? They're paying him for his name, image, and likeness, Chris. What is the... But isn't that what you're doing with every other wrestler, too? Like yeah, The so Rock... This is my paid. point on the you Tennessee could, you thing. You could claim NIL. You could do whatever the hell you want now. This is my point on the Tennessee thing. The whole thing's stupid. Oh, so what that the coach's wife was paying him 100 bucks? They're getting hundreds of dollars from other people. Yeah, he's been Has in he already WWE. done events and stuff? Jeez. Yeah. I, so he's already like a... Would they consider him saying. a professional? How, so how can you go back? <laughs> Remember the... Um, this was about a month ago. The twins that played at Miami. Women's yeah, basketball. Yeah, the Cavender twins. They left college. They they retired from basketball, even though they had eligibility left, so they could go and do things like this. And I think I don't know if they've already signed a deal with any kind of so, wrestling company, no, but they were on their way to doing that. Again, they they've they've had an NIL deal with WWE for like two years. The Cavender twins have. So what WWE did was they went out when NIL became legal and kind of recruited these athletes who they thought would be potentially be wrestlers down the road so it's a it's it's really no different think of it like this when gable stevenson goes out and does an appearance on wwe it's no different than jordan bohannon going to a fireworks stand in des moines he's being paid for it yeah but i i think it's different because you're you're performing you are performing as a professional if you're going to a WWE event and getting in the ring, that's not just showing up to a car dealership and signing some autographs. 
I think that he's performing as an actor, is how I would put it. It would it's be the like same thing as him Jordan being in a Bohan and signing with some, you know, going to some professional basketball league. No, and appearing no. in those games while because also being in college. No, that's how, totally different. Why totally is that different? different? Because how pro is what Gable Stevenson's doing any? What, what do you mean it's not real? <laughs> it's not like it's they're and performing with an Olympic. So you think medalist, there's a Gable Stevenson? See, but I, I I don't see it like that. So. So you think he could go out and you're saying it's no different than if he starred in a in a motion picture? Correct. Yeah, that's honestly. And is that legal? Yes, it is is now. It is now. Okay. It wasn't before all of this, but this is. I I just I look at it differently because they're paying him for his name, image. He's a wrestler in college. He's also it is world. What is it? What is it now? It used to be. WWE. There's wrestling in the name. World Wrestling Entertainment. World Wrestling Entertainment. I don't know. He is a wrestler, and he's performing just like all those other. So why do you even have to call it NIL? Why can't you just say if it's if it's kosher? Why can't you just say yes? He's a WWE superstar already, and he can still wrestle in college. What's the difference? Because it's not real wrestling. Like it's. It's but, two different. You have one. One is a sport. One is a form of entertainment. But what? So what I'm saying is, you you say that it's an nil deal. Yeah. It's not like a deal that The Rock would have with the WWE or that Hulk Hogan had back. Actually, in the day. it's yeah, it's quite similar, I would guess. But I'm sure that there's some sort of legal mumbo jumbo. Again, like this comes back to the theme of the show. What are we doing here? This is all semantics. It's all bullshit. But they yeah, could probably. Matt Samson- in the, the comments they, makes a good point. The way it's, that they pay him is probably under an NIL stipulation. You can play pro baseball like Drew Henson and Brandon Whedon and still come back and play college football. Is it because it's a different sport, I wonder, playing baseball compared to playing college well, football? there's no doubt that that was because it was a different sport. Maybe they don't consider WWE a pro it's sport. Wrestling. It's It's entertainment, yeah. It's not wrestling. It is wrestling. I know it's... <laughs> scripted but you dude i i've known many people that have worked for wwe jonathan coachman i Todd love Grisham, it i watch max bredos you 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 start throwing around the word fake it is fake it's pre-turned it's, it's no like what they do so in the ring not, is athletic it is like the physical part of it is not fake it, they it's are scripted. incredible athletes that's yes yeah difference. you're right i agree with i'm the wrestling fan here okay like my little library back here. I've you got like just use the books. f word Multiple times. See, it's not real. It's what fake. Gable Stevenson is doing in WWE is has nothing to do with what he does on the mat at Minnesota. It's totally different things. Darius asks a good question. Since uh, Gable Stevenson can you know get in the ring, can NCAA athletes bet on the WWE? Since it's not real wrestling. Great question, Darius. The it's currently not legal to bet on WWE, I don't think. Like that's like a thing. No that one's they were offering. About. Yeah, because I know the WWE has been trying to They've get been trying. Yeah, into the betting world, but how, how can you do that when you determine the outcome you, you ahead of time? You can't. What are we? What are we doing? Like what? What? What kind of a world are? <laughs> I just like the, all, every all these conversations are just preposterous. You want to talk preposterous, Matt? I hope you've got those TikTok videos ready. Oh Jesus! Hold on. 
I want to give a shout out to our friends at Wild Rose Casino in Clinton, Emmitsburg, Jefferson. We've got Firehouse. Firehouse. Thursday, July 20th in Emmitsburg. Friday, July 21st in Clinton. Saturday, the 22nd in Wild Rose, Jefferson. So that's coming up this weekend. All shows are free. All shows are outdoors. All shows are out. Or they're available for all ages. So you can bring the kids and you can have a little bit of rock for your weekend with our friends at the Wild Rose Casino. That's like 80s and 90s rock is what Firehouse does, I'm told. So yeah, that'll be good, good free fun. Spend some time outdoors coming up this weekend at Wild Rose. We'll get to this TikTok garbage here in a minute. The, oh, you're going to push this back again? God damn it. Okay. Right. Well, I figure we'll knock out the rest of the sports topics. And then the Jets are going to be on Hard Knocks, yeah. which is I'm, – I'm actually excited for Hard Knocks for once. Yeah. I ha- Honestly, I have not watched Hard Knocks the last three or four years. I, I, it used to be appointment viewing for me, and then I don't know what happened. Uh, I stopped watching it. I, I'm coming back for this and it's all because of Aaron Rodgers like I don't care about you know it's cool that Lazard's there whatever Brees Hall whatever Iowa State fans are gonna watch this is about Aaron Rodgers and this is about (laughs) Robert Sala just not wanting any part of this the organization not wanting any part of it and now they're gonna have cameras in their face all the time really Chris if you could have Ask for any team this year to be featured on Hard this Knocks. This is the one. This is the one. There, there's it's not no the doubt. Lions. It's not the Browns. Some might say the Chiefs. Give me a break. I am so tired of the Chiefs. Big underdog they, story this year. <laughs> they've got the the um, the quarterback show, you know, on Netflix that has been super popular. Patrick Mahomes and his wife are a big part of that. I don't need any more Chiefs. Okay. So why did the Jets qualify for this again? Was it because of their record last year? The, you know, there's stipulations of how, like, what it teams has, qualify. Yes, and I don't know the exact answer to that. This year there was some kind of conundrum where um, no one really stepped forward. Mm-hmm. I don't know if not enough teams qualified for this, but it had something to do with, like, if you don't make the playoffs for a certain amount of time. Or you haven't been on the show are. for... If you have a, a coach, like if you have a first-year coach, you, you, you are excused. Mm-hmm. If you weren't to the playoffs last year, excused. If mm-hmm. you've won a Super Bowl in the last blah, 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 excused. And I don't know, it just got to a point where the Jets were one of the very few teams. And obviously, I guess they uh, were HBO last place in the East last year. So that maybe that's it. They were 7-10. and 10. Yeah, they weren't bad. but So had they made the playoffs last year, I think they would have gotten out of this. Well, I bet ratings are up this year. This is this is perfect. Did you watch any of the quarterback on Netflix yet? Either of you guys? I, I have not. No, I did. I watched I, the first episode last night. Again, I really I good. Can't, I, I'm sure it's great. I, I'm for some reason I just I don't want even more Patrick Mahomes and Chiefs. I don't. This fast and forward through his and watch the guy, the man, Kirk Cousins. I hear Plus, that Cousins is the star of the show. He absolutely is. And I'm not surprised by it at all because he's just – you can love him, you can hate him, you can think he's a total nerd, which he kind of is, but he is authentic. You know he grew up wanting to go to Iowa. Really? I did not yep. know that. Grew up an wow. Iowa fan. 
why? Where was he from? I don't even know this story. Uh, I, I thought he grew up in Michigan, but there, there are pictures of him in, in Iowa gear. I don't remember exactly why he grew up an Iowa fan. Probably because why wouldn't you? I mean, it's God's team. You probably wouldn't be in the NFL if he would have gone there. <laughs> so let's be honest. He wasn't that great in college. I mean, Iowa kicked his ass all the time. Yeah, but I mean, I'm just saying he wouldn't be able to put up stats and stuff. You're right about that. Yeah. So he made a good decision. Yeah. He's he's fascinating, Matt. And What's I, fascinating always, about him? Is he just like because he's a nerd or what? He's just so like different than most like what you would imagine an NFL quarterback to be. Mm-hmm. Like he. And so people really... are going to probably end up making fun of him and stuff. But, like, the, I love the part where it's just, like, people were making fun of his shirt that he was wearing. And it's like, well, he goes, I have decision fatigue with football, so I let my wife dress me. And his the wife Patagonia fishing shirt. Yeah. And they're just, like, really, like, down-to-earth people. That's, that's why I like I've always liked him for that. I think he gets a really bad rap. The only thing you can blame him for is he makes too much money. Apparently he has family in Iowa. His grandparents are from newton hmm. according to matt what's crazy too it really does show you like how much these guys like bring home to after games like and how much they analyze every single thing like these guys are so anal about every yeah. single play and like they're after like, a win cousins is sitting around the fire and he's just <laughs> killing himself because he missed this one throw yeah it's it's good i and I, i'm good. biased because i Obviously, I'm a Vikings fan, and I really like Patrick Mahomes. But I'm just the Chiefs fans are already pissing me off this offseason, Chris. Uh, They're already starting. It. I don't know how they did it. I think this is what they wanted. It's like for for a year or two, they were like trying to act like they were this big bad uh, bully and. They wanted to be hated and all that. And everybody's like, well, why, why would we hate you? You got Patrick Mahomes as a quarterback. It's a very likable team. Kelsey's a great guy. We like him. But then the, the, they just kept, kept going and kept going. and kept going. Oh, we're so, nobody thinks we're going to do anything. And then you had Mitch Holthus out there. Yeah, God damn it, you sons of bitches. Nobody fucking believed in us. And I can't take it anymore. They now are. Like Bill Belichick and the Patriots to me. I'm tired of it. Now, I love watching them play. I love watching Patrick Mahomes play. I don't want to hear them talk anymore. Stop talking, Chiefs. Stop talking. Just stop talking. Uh, all right, so you're obsessed with this TikTok thing. You tried to bury this. See, I, I, I sent this as a topic last night. Yeah, but I'm not going to lead the show with this. We've no, got football no, you, conversations. I didn't I try and bury you, anything. I sent you all these links. I sent you a full article. And I read the article. All you put down in the rundown was TikTok thing. <laughs> <laughs> so listen oh, to this. Special. Go crazy, go crazy. Mm. Rah, rah. Yes, 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 yes. <sighs> I'll take it, Tony. I love you. Yes, yes, yes. Emoji, money gun. I got your name. Well, a lot of gift for you. Fire, 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 fire. <sighs> yes, yes, yes. I'll take it. Okay. This is so- Can you explain to me what the hell is going on here? Why this is this more is important some than new talking TikTok- about football? trend look play this one matt this is a dude doing work out yeah work out 
I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Glizzy's. Mm, mm, Glizzy McGuire. Mm, so good. I love you. Mm. Yes, Spacey. Glizzy's. You, you so think that they're Glizzy. kidding and they're in on the joke? They're not, okay? So they are on a live stream and people are paying them to fake eat something. So people are paying like Oh, I'll send them $5 and they have to eat a fake pepper. And then the, the girl will go, oh, spicy. <laughs> oh, oh, Kyle, spicy. Oh, <laughs> this is what we've become. This is the downfall of our society right here. This is the but, moment. This is the pinnacle moment when we all look back in 20 years and we go, where did it, where did we Jump off the mountain cliff. This is it. Matt, right play here. the play the other one. You've played two of them. Play the the last one I sent. Here it is. Kitty paws. Pumpkin yum. Not spicy. This girl is ice cream yum. Somewhere saying, Dad, I don't need to go to college. I'm a TikTok influencer. This is going to be my job. For People the rest are of my paying life. me to fake eat. Oh, yeah, yum. Nom, nom, nom. They're acting like, um, basically, they're acting like, like fake anime characters eating fake food. But the money is real. At what point is that racist? I, I don't know. I, it probably is. I don't know. Because, I mean, that girl was white. The guy was white. Yeah, and they're talking like they're Asian. They, yeah, I, I, and I don't know if that's part of it because it's, I, I, don't, I don't know enough about that aspect of it. Here's where I will go. I think, sure, what they're doing is crazy. But the people sending them money. You're enabling. That's crazier. Yeah. It's not the people doing it. The people doing it are doing it for money. They're getting paid to do something really easy, I guess. It's the people sending the money. Yeah, and that's what Kyle just said in the comments. Are the people paying them even worse, wasting money? Yes. I'm going to... Oh, here's, here's $10 for one second of you using... <laughs> that guy was like basically deep-throating those chopsticks. Yeah, yeah, Did yeah. you see that? <laughs> what? Nom nom nom. Oh, spicy. <laughs> Ooh, this one that uh, crunchy. I, 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 and I don't know what what you do about it because is, as long as somebody's it. gonna pay, as long as somebody's gonna pay you t to act like that, to do that stuff. Here's the chopstick guy. Oh God, look at him. He's like licking it. Because there, there's like a, there's like some kind of a sexual thing to this. Watch, he, he like turns his head and like sticks the chopsticks down his throat. See, when I saw the guy, I originally thought it, I was laughed because I thought the guy was doing like a parody of what these other people are doing. Check the chat. Yeah, he's apparently I'm not, not. going to say it out loud, but check the chat. I did. I mean, you just had a phenomenal idea. One what the what one pride Hawkeye said? No, the private chat that I just sent to you. Oh, private <laughs> chat. 
Oh, God. I, I... Well, oh, Sean yeah. says we're enabling them by fixating on it. Tell me he hasn't paid for it. No, I'm telling you. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm reading this book right now. It's called Sapiens. It's the history of mankind. It's like yeah. the history of like humankind. And there's always like a tipping point before something becomes like extinct or just completely. Mm-hmm. A lot of things might, are happening right now. This might be our tipping point. Honestly, this might be it. What would possess someone to watch this and send money? People spend money on really stupid shit. I mean, Williams, like, what if what if you what if um, Cammy is on some device watching that guy do this trend and <laughs> asks you if you can send some money to him? We would definitely um, be going to therapy the next day. Darius thinks that we should uh, we should do this on the podcast and send the proceeds to the swarm or the we will, depending on if we donate to you or I. If I'm going to do that shit on on a podcast that's for public consumption, I'm keeping the money. Yeah, I'm not giving it to Bloom. We're keeping the scars. We're keeping the money. Yes, I'm not. Giving so aren't it you to glad you. we got to talk about that? We got to enlighten. The listeners, yeah, and yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it, it is out of this world how insane TikTok is making. That's people. it for our society. I'm telling you. One Pride Hawkeye wants to pay us to do this. Thirty bucks. Is that how it starts? Somebody's like, "Oh yeah, you know what? Let's let's make let's let's do it. Let's see if they can be uh, yeah. funny. Let's do it." Smokey and then he has a good idea. Bloom needs to do a stream where he's doing it and can you imagine raising Bloom money for we will. Yo yo yo! <laughs> oh, how are you the tailgate? I eating hot dogs. Wait, now you you've kind of taken this to a different level. You're you're starting to act a can little I bit um, special. <laughs> Can I have some money to get some fake food? Oh, chopsticks. Mm, I love it. Uh, Too spicy. All right, let's get out of here. Dude, I'm in in an hour and a half. CW pod with the godfather of the air raid offense. The guy who discovered Mike Leach. Hal Mummy is joining me. You were creaming yourself. Last week, when you when you found out you were going to get this podcast, so excited for it! So excited for it! This is one of my all time favorite sports figures. He's coming on the CW Pod today. And when cool. can we uh, listen to it? Probably put it up tonight. I would think, Aiden. Right? Shake your head, yes or no? Like, I mean, I don't yeah, we can get up tonight. This. Yeah, I don't want to sit on this. We want to get it out there. It's fo- it's good football content. Get you in the mood. Thanks to uh, Maddie Van Winkle production. Shout out to our buddies over at Kelderman Manufacturing. They've gave us all of our coverage for uh, Big 12 Media Days. and they'll Good be- stuff down there. I, I, I uh, appreciated all the content. You, you didn't just fixate on Iowa State. It was a conference-wide thing you did down there. We'll be doing the same thing with Chad Lysico at the Big Tens here in a couple of weeks. Actually, it's like next Are week, we so. sending anyone to Pac-12 Media Days today? <laughs> no, but if... If the Pac-12 shits itself like I believe it will, I'll be commentating on it, I can promise. (laughs) 
All right, have a great work week, everybody. Hope we made you laugh, and uh, hope you have a great week. Take care. Iowa everywhere.